Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. You're here because you're a high-achieving woman that wants it all. The success, wealth, time freedom, and genuine joy in your life. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I'm here to tell you, you can. You can have it all. But what is true wealth? It's not just money and achievements because success without happiness and fulfillment isn't success at all. Here, we're going to have conversations about creating a beautiful life alongside the success that you're striving for. If you want to create long-lasting success that's fully in alignment with the life you desire to live by working less, making more, and stepping into the version of yourself you've always wanted to be, then you're in the right place. Let's roll into today's episode. Hello, friends. I am back for another behind-the-scenes real-life episode. Today's chat is just going to be off the cuff. I wrote down a few things that I have been dying to tell you guys about, and you guys are really loving these episodes. The downloads are high, and I feel like in the summer, these are just perfect because they're lighthearted, they're fun to just listen to while you're driving. So here we are. I want to start with talking about a rule that I made for my kids this summer. So we're about one month in at the time of this recording to summer break. And I don't know about you, but something that I always struggle with with my children is TV time. I think we're pretty good about limiting TV TV time, but I know there are people that are better at it than us. I know there are people that are worse at it than us, and it's something that I'm always cognizant of. So this summer with the kids being home more, I didn't want to get into a habit of turning the TV on in the morning and leaving it on for a couple hours or turning it on at night after dinner and leaving it on for a couple hours, I really, really wanted to, again, be cognizant of the amount of time they were spending watching TV. We don't do tablets at all. They do each have an iPad, but those only come out when we're going on long trips. They don't even know where I keep them, so we do no screen time that way. The only screen time they are getting at our house is through the TV. And this is a constant struggle, I think, for all parents as our kids get older with the access that kids have today to anything and everything that they want to watch that we didn't have when we were little. It just makes this something that we always have to be aware of. So I came up with this rule and the rule is that my kids are only allowed to watch one hour of TV each day. And that may sound like a lot to you. That may sound like a little to you. What I've noticed is that an hour goes by really fast if you're not being intentional about it. So I said, guys, the rule for the summer is we're keeping the same rule that we have during the school year, which is during the weekdays, there's no TV in the morning. When you get up, we do not turn the TV on. That's only something that happens on the weekends. And then on top of that, we're limiting TV time to one hour per day, and I'm going to be using a timer. So we have been doing that for about, yeah, about four weeks now, and I have to say that it started off a little bit rough, but it has been going very, very well. At the beginning, 
my kids had a hard time adjusting to how little an hour actually was throughout the day. So if they wanted to turn the TV on before nap time, I'd say, okay, are we only going to watch for 10 minutes? Are we going to watch for 20 minutes? I'm going to set the timer. I would set the timer and then when the timer would go off, they'd be like, oh my gosh, that was like no time at all. And I'm like, that's what 10 minutes is. That's what 20 minutes is. And there have been days where they have been like, well, what am I going to do now? This happened especially at the beginning. My son was like, well, what am I going to do now? I'm so bored. <laughs> and I came in and I was like, now you're going to play with all of the toys that you have just had to have, that you requested for your birthday, for Christmas, for Easter, you know, all the toys that you're telling me you just have to have that then just sit in our closets that you guys have either barely touched or have not even opened, you're going to play with those toys. <laughs> like, there's toys here in this area. There's toys in this closet. There's toys downstairs. You have all these things in the basement. You can go outside. You can ride your bike. You can play t-ball. You can practice tennis. You can do chalk. We can swim. And so I started telling him, like, these are all the things you can do. And again, at the beginning, he was like, complaining. He was like, oh, I don't really want to do that. And I said, well, this is what we're going to do. This is how the summer is going to be. And very, very quickly, they have learned how to entertain themselves. And it has been phenomenal. Seeing them jump from different activities, from doing creative work like painting and drawing and coloring to my son will grab a book and he'll start reading a book or my daughter will grab a book and look at the pages to then going downstairs and playing with each other to then going outside. Sometimes they just sit there. I'm like, you know, you can just sit here. You don't actually have to do anything. You can just sit and relax. And sometimes they do that. And I encourage that because I do feel like it is our job to teach our kids how to just be. And that is something that is going to serve them very, very well in their lifetime, especially with how busy everybody is these days. I feel like as adults, we have a really, really hard time slowing down and learning how to just be. And that's a skill that I want to teach my children. The other thing we've been doing, because I've noticed when the TV isn't on, it can feel really, really quiet. And I love the quiet. I can do quiet a lot, especially when my kids are not home. A lot of times when my kids are at school or at preschool, I will have nothing on. Like there's no TV on, there's no music on. I just relish in the sound of silence. But this summer, I've noticed that we do better when there's a little bit of noise. So we do have a speaker system in our house. So I've started playing music and it's just created this really wonderful vibe in our house. And I have been very pleased with how they have learned to play together. Now, don't get me wrong. They still fight a lot. <laughs> they are only a month and or not a month and a half. They're only a year and a half apart. So there is a lot of refereeing, a lot of fighting, a lot of them learning how to coexist and play with each other, do things on their own. But overall, it has been such an incredible 
thing to implement in our household, and I've been very, very happy with it. So I wanted to share it with you guys because, again, screen time, I feel like as a parent these days is something that I'm always really cognizant of. I'm always trying to limit it. I don't want them to get addicted to screen time. There's so many things that they can do where we live, especially during the summer when it's nice out. So that is something we have implemented and has been going really, really well for us. So I knew that I had to start off this episode by sharing that with you guys. The second thing I wanted to talk about is the facial products that I have been using. I shared in an Instagram story a couple weeks ago that I was going makeup free that day and that I was really loving how my skin looks right now. So I figured I should probably share with you what I'm doing because honestly, you guys, I have not been wearing any makeup this summer at all and it has felt incredible. I just feel like my skin is glowing. It is so healthy. I don't have any blemishes. I have this nice summer tan and I don't want to wear makeup. So the products that I have been using for, I think I'm coming up on a year, are the Dime Beauty products. And I'll give you the story about how I got started with Dime. So I was one of those people who saw all the influencers talking about Dime. And I was like, whatever, they're just getting paid to talk about that. It can't be that good. Then my friend Joelle, who is also my podcast producer, tried it, tried Dime. And she actually had the same thought too. She actually went into trying Dime with the intention that she was going to prove all these influencers wrong. She was like, there's no way these products can be that good. So she actually bought the products to prove that they weren't that good. And she ended up falling in love with them. I completely trust her opinion. And so as she continued to rave about them over and over and over again, month after month after month, I was like, I was struggling with my skin and the products I was using. I was breaking out a ton, which is very uncommon for me. And I was getting really frustrated. So I was like, you know what? She is raving about these products. I trust her opinion. I know she only puts her word on things that she really, really, really does love. And so I was like, I'm going to try them. And you guys, I fell in love immediately. My skin cleared up within a matter of like a week when I started using these products. And like I said, I've been using them for about a year now. And my skin has never looked this good. I really believe that. I do not. I believe that my skin has never looked as good as it looks right now. And I feel so confident. Like I said, I'm not wearing any makeup. I have no desire really to wear any makeup during the day. I've been, I've put makeup on if we like go out, if we went to a wedding, I wore makeup. If we go out to like a nice dinner, I put on makeup. But like during the day, I have kept it so simple. I have not worn any makeup. So I wanted to walk you through all of the products that I'm using. You don't have to buy all of them. I use all of them. So I figured I'd just give you the whole loadout. So I start with the Dime Gentle Jelly Cleanser. That's like a face wash. And that's the first thing I do in the morning. Then I follow that up with the Super Skin Toner. After I put that on, 
I use the Hyperglow Serum, Serum, the Hyperglow Serum, and then the Hyaluronic Acid Serum. The Hyaluronic Acid Serum is truly phenomenal. It just like, it quenches the thirst of your skin. Like it just gives your skin so much um, moisture and it, it's just incredible. If you feel like your skin is dry, I would highly, highly, highly recommend this. I know Hyaluronic Acid Serum also really helps with wrinkles, or I believe it does. So I do that and then after that dries, I put on the super what is this? Super Firm Serum. This is like one of Dime's best sellers. This is, it helps with lifting, tightening, and firming up your skin. I, so all of the other products I mentioned, I put all over my face, the Super and my neck. The Super Firm Serum, I just put it around my eyes, like the crow's feet up on my forehead, where my forehead lines are, where your 11 lines are, and then I put it around like my mouth, where like your mouth lines are. I'm going to be 38 in a couple months. I have wrinkles. So I use that. Let that dry. Then I put on the dewy day cream, which is a lotion. It really is dewy. Like this stuff is truly incredible. I am obsessed with it. It feels miraculous. After that, I put on the luminosity eye serum. And that's pretty much it. That's it for the dime products that I use. Then I finish it off with another product that I got from the facialist that I go to. So on top of using these products, I do prioritize getting a facial once a month. I get a facial and a dermaplane. Dermaplaning, if you've never done dermaplaning, I would highly recommend it. It's where they use a razor blade to like scrape off the top layer of like dead skin cells. Your skin looks so incredible after you dermaplane. So I, every month I do a dermaplane and a 60-ish minute facial. And so my facialist, if you're from my area, her name is Katie Sloan. She owns Sloan Spa. Go see her. She's incredible. Um, but she recommended this, and I absolutely love it. It The brand is Emin... Eminence Organic Skin Care. I'll include this in the show notes. And the product is the Kombucha Microbiome Balancing Essence. I love kombucha. I love drinking kombucha. So when she recommended this, I was like, sure, I'll try this on my skin. And I've been obsessed with it ever since I tried it. And I started using it, I believe, at the beginning of the year. So we're six months in now. So I finish off with that. And that's usual, the usual skincare routine for the morning. In the winter then, I would put on my makeup. I use very minimal makeup compared to some people. I'm not going to go through my makeup routine since I'm not wearing makeup in the summer. But the one thing I've added in the summer, and I just got this. I've been using it for about a week, but I really am liking it, is the Dime Wonder Screen, the Tinted Wonder Screen. It's... um their sunscreen, Dime sunscreen. It's tinted and it is broad spectrum SPF 30. So I've put that on last as a sunscreen to have on my skin. I like to put sunscreen on my face and my neck every single day. Um, and so I finished it off with that. And that has been my skincare routine for the summer. Well, 
overall and then adding the wonder screen in for this summer at night my skincare is very very minimal i like to just use a makeup wipe to well in the winter take the makeup off now i just kind of use it to get anything off that has gathered on my skin during the day get the sunscreen off um i actually don't cleanse at night I found that when I was cleansing at night, it almost was too much and I was actually getting blemishes. I don't know if it was like over cleansing or what. So I stopped cleansing at night. I just used the makeup remover wipe and then I used Dimes TBT serum and the restorative night cream. And that just helps give my face some moisture before I go to bed. And so that has been my skincare routine and like I said I will when I when this episode goes live I will share some photos that I took in my bathroom after I did the skincare routine with no makeup on so that you can see what my skin looks like again I'm going on 38 I'm gonna turn 38 on August 23rd so I have wrinkles but I truly feel like my skin has been glowing and it looks youthful and firm and I have just, I have felt so confident and I have had like no blemishes, which is just incredible. So I wanted to share that with you guys. If you're interested in trying the Dime products, in the show notes, I'm going to include the a link that you can use that will get you 20 I believe it's 20% off your first order I do get a small commission if you use that link to order any of their products I would truly appreciate if me talking about this products is what gets you to try them I would truly appreciate if you did use that link um to order the products and again you get the 20% off so I just wanted to be upfront about that but I am obsessed I I'm obsessed I'm obsessed I'm obsessed I'm obsessed with these products and again I've been using them for I think we're at almost a year at this point so I wanted to share that with you the next thing I wanted to talk about is actually a movie that I just watched this last week I stayed up way too late watching it it was like I turned it on at like nine o'clock and I am an early bedtime person. I have been staying up a lot later in the summer because we live in Northern Wisconsin and it gets, doesn't get dark till like 9 30, 10 o'clock here. So you just want to stay up later. And so I have in general been staying up later. My kids have also been staying up later. We have not been, um, strict about the bedtime with our kids this summer, but that's okay. That's another thing we can talk about. So anyway, I've been staying up later. I turned this movie on at nine o'clock. So the reason I found this movie, and the movie is called 14 Peaks. It's on Netflix. Side note, we have Prime Video, and for a long time we just had Prime Video and Amazon. Or no, Prime Video is Amazon. For a long time we just had Prime Video and Disney Plus. We don't have cable. We actually canceled our cable. For a while, we had YouTube TV. We ended up canceling that because we just don't watch a lot of TV. We don't watch the news. The news is the most depressing thing I've ever um, watched. I mean, the news is so bad these days, you guys. Like, if you really want to work on your mindset, turn off the news. 
Not to mention the news is super, 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 super biased. Um, but that again is a, is a tangent. So anyway, we had Prime Video and Disney Plus for a long time and I didn't want to pay for anything else. Well, then we got Apple Apple Plus or Apple TV for a while and I watched a couple of shows on that more so in the winter just because we felt like there was nothing new coming on Prime Video and then I just didn't really like that either so I canceled that and then I was like you know what there's a ton of shows that people are raving about on Netflix so I signed up for Netflix and I have loved it it is more expensive than Prime Video or Disney Plus. I think it's like $37 a month, which isn't that expensive. But I love that you get access to everything. Like you don't have to rent anything. You don't have to buy anything. You just pay for your monthly subscription and you get access and they always have new stuff. So anyway, I really like watching the documentaries on Netflix. And so I watched this documentary. It was a three episode series on Mount Everest and the earthquake that happened in Kathmandu in 2015, which I didn't even know an earthquake happened in 2015 on Kathmandu in Kathmandu until I watched this, but it was very, very interesting. Anyway, so because I watched that, then Netflix was giving me recommendations of, you know, series and shows and movies that were similar to that, that it thought I would like. And so I happened upon this documentary called 14 Peaks. You guys have to watch this thing. It is about this guy who is from Nepal and I will include his Instagram handle in the show notes because I started following him on Instagram and I'm totally going to buy his book because I was so inspired by this movie. I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. Let me look it up. He goes by the name, well, his name in short is Nims, but his full name is Nirmal Persia. His Instagram handle is Nimsday, N-I-M-S-D-A-I. I think that's how you pronounce it. But again, I'll include that in the show notes. Anyway, so this documentary, it's an hour and 40 minutes. I turned it on and I'm like, I'm only going to watch half. Well, you know what happened. I did not watch half. I just got into it and I was like, well, I can't stop now. So it's about this guy and his goal is to climb all 14 mountains, the highest 14 mountains in the world. They're all 8,000 kilometers, I believe. They're all above 8,000 kilometers, like Mount Everest is one, K2 is one, and then there's 12 other ones. So he sets this goal to climb all 14 of them in seven months, you guys, seven months. And the previous record, the only other person who's ever done this ever in the history of mankind, it took him 16 years to climb all 14 of these. So this is like huge. This guy is trying to do it in seven months months and they're talking in this movie about or in this documentary about how like for most people it takes two months just to climb one like if you're going to climb Mount Everest you prepare even if you're like a mountaineer like the preparation for that is like a two-month preparation so 14 peaks in seven months 
I'm going to spoil it for you. He does it. He climbs all 14 of the highest mountains in the world in six months and six days. And it is just like the most inspiring. Like I watched that movie and I was like, I feel like I need to do more with my life. Like this is so incredible. And so it's just got me thinking, you know, I guess I'm approaching 40. I hope this is not a midlife crisis, but it just got me thinking about like wanting to do something really big like that. Like, no, I don't want to climb Mount Everest. I have no desire to, to climb any mountains like that. But my sister also just completed on June 10th, well, she actually finished it on June 11th, a 100-mile race. I don't think my body would hold up for a 100-mile race. I did gymnastics for 14 years. My knees start to hurt. I have some hip issues that I'm trying to work through. I want to take up running longer distances again. Before I had kids, I ran half marathons and a marathon. But it just got me thinking about like, the extraordinary things that people do and how I want to do something extraordinary. And I don't know what that is yet, but this movie was just incredible and you should totally watch it. <laughs> so that's where I'm going to leave it at. This movie is incredible. You should totally watch it. You should follow this guy on Instagram. I'm going to get his book. I'm going to read it. I'll let you know how it is. And as I go through this like soul searching, like, what do I want to do that is, that's extraordinary? I will be sure to share with you uh, what I'm coming up with. But I had to mention that movie because it is so good. It's time to let you guys in on a special summer offer. One-on-one -on -one human design chart readings. A human design chart reading is going to help you understand how you're ideally meant to operate in life and business, why you are the way you are, what your natural gifts and strengths are, and where you have taken on conditioning and are operating in a way that is out of alignment with your design, creating resistance and struggle so that you can begin operating in a way that's in alignment, which is going to help you create more success, more abundance, and more joy with much more ease. You're going to walk away with a much deeper understanding of yourself and your unique energetic roadmap. For more details and to book your human design chart reading, all you have to do is scroll down to the show notes and click the link so that we can get you operating in alignment with your unique human design. Let's talk about my new car. So I should probably do an entire podcast episode on this because this has a lot to do with mindset and habit and how our habits are actually like solidified in our body. But I got a new car. I shared about it on Instagram. I got a new 2023 Cadillac Escalade. And the car buying process was horrible. <laughs> I will say that. I did not manifest a good car buying process. In one of my previous episodes back in like February or March, I talked about how I ordered a car and how it was so easy. Well, I didn't actually order a car. I thought I ordered a car, but it never actually got ordered. I don't think it has been ordered to this day. And the whole car buying process was very, very challenging. Shout out to my incredible husband who 
did it all for me and called like no joke 30 car dealer dealerships looking for a car for me if you are trying to buy a Cadillac Escalade right now it is not easy it is not easy but anyway he finally found me a car wasn't the color not it wasn't that um so when I tried to order a car I obviously I picked out the color of the outside the color of the inside like all the features I wanted so the car I ended up getting wasn't the color of the outside I wanted, wasn't the color of the inside I wanted, but it's beautiful still. And it's actually close to the color of the outside that I wanted. And the inside color is the same exact color that I had in my previous Escalade. So I do like the inside of it. It wasn't exactly what I wanted, but um, when we finally bought the car, I was like, honestly, I don't even care what color it is. I just need a car. My Cadillac Escalade that I had was a 2015 Escalade ESV. We bought it used in 2018. It had almost 100,000 miles on it and the warranty had expired. The extended warranty had expired. It was slowly falling apart. It had rust on it that was gonna cost quite a bit to get fixed. Um, about a month ago, I was sitting in the Walmart parking lot and the key fob just stopped working. It wasn't the battery that was dead. Something in the wiring just stopped working in the car and it was quite a bit to get that fixed. So I was like, it's time. Like this car is continuing to break. Things are continuing to go wrong. There's no warranty left. We're spending a lot of money to fix this. Like it's just time to get me a new car. The longer we wait, the more the value of this car is going to decrease. So I got this new 2023 Cadillac Escalade and it is my the very first brand new car that I have ever owned. So I talked about this in a previous episode as well but my parents got me a car when I turned 16 that was actually um, previously used but I drove that car for 12 years you guys. It was a Toyota RAV4. I drove it for 12 years. Then when I started working for my dad I got a company vehicle and it was a truck. So that was a brand new car, but it wasn't mine, right? It was a company vehicle. I obviously did not pick it out. I prefer not to drive a truck. So I had that. And then when I stopped working for my dad, I bought a used Mercedes SUV. And then I had the used Cadillac Escalade ESV that I just had. So this is the very first brand new car that I have ever owned. And a lot of things came up as I was driving this car home. So I had to go to Minneapolis to get this car. We found it at a dealership in Minneapolis or in the Twin Cities area. So I had to drive my car four hours, trade it in, and then I had to drive this car back four hours. The features on this car are ridiculous, you guys. Like this car is so above and beyond anything that is needed anything that is necessary like there is so much in this car that you just don't need it's cool it's really really cool but it's not needed and so I was having kind of a hard time with that so as I'm driving back so one of the features in this car is it drives itself you guys no joke this car drives itself like if you are on a highway or a freeway, you can set the cruise control. You 
can, and then you can set this thing that's, I think it's called like automatic driving. And you have to be looking at the road. So there's actually like a retina camera on the steering wheel that shoots up like at your eyes to make sure you're looking at the road. If you turn away from looking forward, the, if you turn away for like three seconds, the car will like beep at you like that you have to turn back and look at the road even though you're not driving and if you don't it'll say that it's turning off the automatic driving so and it happens fast no joke like you can only look away for like three seconds you could only close your eyes for like three seconds so you can't fall asleep it just happens too fast so anyway the guy the salesman is telling me about this feature on this car and he's like well do you want to go out and try it and I was like how about you drive because I'm terrified of this like this totally creeps me out so we took it out on the freeway and he did it and I was like this is nuts so on the way home I'm like you know what I waited until I got onto one of the highways going home that was less populated, had way less cars on it. And I'm like, I'm going to try this thing. So I turn it on and you guys, no joke, this car drives itself. So I'm on the, the highway. I set the cruise. I turn this on. You take your hands off the steering wheel and it drives. And if it comes up to a car that's going slower to you, it has cameras and it actually checks the lane next to you to see if it can change lanes. And if it can, it will change it will tell you that it's going to change lanes it will change lanes on its own it will continue moving forward until you pass the car then it will check to see if there is a car next to you if you if it's safe to change lanes back if it is it will then notify you that it's going to change lanes back and it will change back to the lane you were in and keep driving. If you come upon a car and it notices there is a car next to you or within a close distance to you and it can't change lanes, it will automatically slow down. It will automatically speed up. Like I I honestly went for like an hour and a half of this thing driving itself, probably two hours of this thing driving itself. And I called my husband and I was like, this is nuts. Like this car is driving itself. I am just sitting here. I don't know what to do with myself. I ended up turning it off, you guys, because I got bored. I was like, this is kind of boring, like just sitting here, like not having my hands on the steering wheel, not doing anything, like just sitting here. I'm bored. So I turned it off and I started driving the car again. But so as I'm doing this, I call my husband. I'm like, this is insane that this car does this and like all the features this is this have has. And I said to him, I don't feel like I deserve a car like this. And when those words came out of my mouth, I was like, whoa, is that not programming? Like, I don't feel like I deserve a car like this. Like, and I started asking myself, do I really deserve a car like this? Do I really need a car like this? And the answer is no, I don't need a car like this. I am fully aware that I do not need a car that drives itself and has all of these features. I don't think any of us really need something like that. So we're talking about above and beyond need here and I'm fully aware of that. You can have something without needing it. Like 
most of what we have these days we don't need. If I've talked about this in lots of episodes, like if you look around your house, all the things we have today are so above and beyond. They are way beyond need. We're already living way beyond need. So do I need this car? No. But then I asked myself, like I said, I don't know. I don't feel like I deserve this car. And as I started thinking about that, I was like, that is because this is out of my comfort zone. This is out of my normal. I have never bought a new car. I have never had a car of this caliber before. So my normal, like what my mind registers as normal, what my body registers as normal is something less than this. And so even though this is such an incredible thing, there are those feelings of like, I don't deserve this. I don't need this. Why? Like, this is crazy. And those are things that I've noticed and that I've really had to like work through feeling comfortable with this car. And so I wanted to bring that up because this is all a part of the up-leveling process. And our mind and our body are so intricately connected. Like our mind, our beliefs, our thoughts in our brain cause chemical reactions in our body. Emotions are actually like chemical reactions in our body. And when we think the same thing over and over and over again, that means we're having the same chemical reactions in our body over and over and over again. And those things are what become habits. Like our body is used to feeling a certain way. It becomes used to feeling a certain way. And those feelings reinforce the thoughts and the beliefs that we have. So it's this circle where everything reinforces each other. And it's basically these programs that live in the chemistry of our body. And so when we step outside our comfort zone, we are not just dealing with beliefs that come up, but we're dealing with new chemicals that are firing because of those beliefs. And they're things that our body has never felt and things that our body is going to resist because it's so used to the habit and the program of feeling a certain way. And it's just all so fascinating. And I know we talk about, and this is one of the reasons why people end up reverting back is because just the habits that are ingrained in their body, the programs that are ingrained in their body. And I know Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this a lot, how oftentimes we get to this place where our body is actually running the show. Like our the the processes that our body has memorized, the feelings that our body has memorized create the thoughts that we have. And so it's actually our body that's running our, that's creating our reality, not even our, our mind. And so this whole experience really made me think about that. And I, it's something that I wanted to bring to you because I know pretty much everyone wants an up level, right? We want to reach that next level of success. We want to get to that vision of our lives that we've always desired. And what's often not talked about is the uncomfortable feelings that come with those up levels. Like we think the up level is going to be so easy and how could like you have weird feelings about it. But as I've created more success and stepped into higher levels of wealth, 
along this journey, I've noticed that these feelings are common and it's very common for these feelings to arise. And again, it's one of the reasons people end up falling back is because they don't know how to normalize these new unknown feelings that they're experiencing. So their body and their brain actually perceive it as danger because it is out of the norm of what they're used to. So I wanted to talk about that. And then the last thing I want to talk about is time wealth. So I promised you guys I would talk about this in an episode. So I talked about this on Instagram a few weeks ago. And I did a poll because what happened was I got an email from our school saying that they moved pre-kindergarten from four full school days a week to now five full school days a week starting in the fall. So rewind, my daughter Avery is going into pre-kindergarten. For the last two years, she has gone to a Montessori preschool for three days a week. And this year, knowing that she was going into pre-kindergarten in the fall for four days a week, I really made sure that I focused on presence with her during the two days she was home with me. And I felt really good about that. And I felt really good about her then moving into pre-kindergarten, which would be four days a week, because then I would still have a day home with her, which I was super, super excited about, especially in the winter, because this last winter I took her skiing pretty much every Friday. And it was like our little thing. And we had so much fun and she became such a great downhill skier. And so I'm, I've really been looking forward to doing that again with her this year. And then I got this email. And when I got the email, my heart sank. And I actually went into the bathroom and my husband was in there and I told him and I started crying. And I was like, I'm not ready for her to go five days a week. I She can't go five days a week. Like it's too much. I can't handle that. Like I was really looking forward to this, having this one day with her. And he was like, well, Lauren, pre-kindergarten is optional. They don't take attendance for pre-kindergarten at our school. So if you just want to keep her out a day, then keep her out a day. And I was like, I'm totally going to do that. Like I am going to keep her out on Fridays, especially in the winter, because I want to take her skiing. But it brought up this whole thought and like thought process and contemplation of time and time wealth. And this discussion about wealth. And actually, funny enough, in one of the groups I'm in, a woman asked for everyone in the group to define what wealth meant to them. And a lot of people only associate, a lot of women only associated wealth with money. However, I believe that there's wealth in various areas. I believe we have wealth in terms of money, but we also have time wealth. We have wealth in terms of our relationships. We have wealth in terms of our health. We have wealth in terms of the freedom that we have. So there are all these different aspects of wealth and we can get so fixated on money and making more money. And I have always argued that time wealth is actually 
the most important form of wealth for most people. And that is because you can always make more money, right? Like there's always more money circulating. You can always make more money, but you can't make more time. Like time is a finite resource for every single person on this planet. And every day we get closer and closer to dying. And once time goes, we we don't get that time back. So with her, you know, going into pre-kindergarten this year and then knowing she's going to be in kindergarten the next year, I was like, I don't want to ever look back and feel like I didn't take advantage of the time that I had with her. And so now going into this, oh, she could potentially be in school for five days a week, it really, really made me focus on time and really prioritizing the time that I have with my children. And this is so crazy because I was one of those parents who always said, when my kids go to school, when my kids are both finally in school five days a week, I am like going to rejoice. And I found myself in this situation where I felt the complete opposite. I was sad this year when my son was in kindergarten and I didn't have that Friday with him. I was like, wow, this kind of really sucks that he's in school five days a week. And I cried when I learned that my daughter could potentially go to school for five days a week now too because I feel like that is time that I don't have with them anymore. And that's one of the reasons I also took a step back in my business this year and specifically this summer, really like scaling down what I was doing because I've come to realize that the time that I get with my children is more important than anything else. It doesn't mean I can't make a lot of money. It doesn't mean I won't make a lot of money. It doesn't mean I don't want to make a lot of money. It just means that that like the time that I spend with them is always going to be the most important thing to me because I can never get that time back. I can't create more time with them after that time has passed. Like that, they're, they're not going to go back to being four and six. Like I'm not going to get to live that again. And so it's really just put things into perspective for me of how important this time is with them and how it is my top priority. And if it means that I don't end up working during the summers moving forward once they are in school full time, then, you know, that's the beauty of entrepreneurship is we get to create the rules for ourselves and we get to decide how our businesses work. And maybe that includes me eventually hiring on a team to run a business so that I can have this super, super successful business that allows me to completely step away from it. I know that's something that Catherine Zankina is doing right now, and it's something to aspire to, honestly, like her ability to completely step away from her business and for her business to continue to run itself. I'm obviously not at that point. My business is me. I am the business. Uh, I do have a very small team, but like I need to create in order for the business to keep going. And so I'm not there yet, but that could be something that I look at. But it just, again, it really 
had me reevaluate what is the most important thing to me right now. And I want you guys to understand that that can change. So when the kids were a lot younger, when they were babies and toddlers, that was a harder phase for me. I had a harder time with that. It wasn't my favorite phase, so I didn't necessarily feel the same way as I do now. I'm loving this phase with my kids, and yes, they drive me crazy some days because they fight and they argue, and it's like, why can't you guys just get along? But overall, like the things that I get to do with them now, I am loving so much, and I just want more time with them. And so I wanted to share the results of the poll that I did. So I did a poll when this all was happening and I asked how the people who follow me on Instagram, the women who follow me Instagram on Instagram, how they would feel if they thought their child was going to go to pre-kindergarten for four days a week and then they found out they were going for five days. And it actually was pretty 50-50 split. So it was a, a, a slight edge on feeling sad. So that was the higher percentage. More of you voted that you would feel really, really sad, but it wasn't a huge difference. So I think it was maybe like 60-40 or like 59-41. It was like, it wasn't like a huge split. It was pretty even in those of you who said you would be sad And those of you who said you would rejoice that your kids were going to be in school for five days a week. And so either way, like there's no right way to feel. There's no wrong way to feel. I fully believe it just depends on the person. And I fully believe that sometimes you don't know how you're going to feel until you're in that situation. And so I want to also give you permission to change and grow and evolve and change your mind because again I thought I was going to be the mom who was like hallelujah my kids are in school full time and I'm ending up being the mom who's like crying that my daughter could potentially be in school full time wondering what the heck I'm going to do with myself with all of this time (laughs) I was like I have had a child with me at least two days a week at least one child with me at least two days a week for the last six and a half years. What the heck am I going to do with myself if I have no children with me five days a week? That is like a legitimate question I've asked myself. Like I have my business, obviously. I'm really excited about putting more effort and time into my business, but I also don't want to fall into the trap of because I have more time working more and more and more because that's not why I got into entrepreneurship either. Like I want white space in my calendar and I want hobbies and I want connection. And so it's going to be an interesting transition. And I'm sure that Some weeks, my daughter will go to school five days because she's going to want to. She loves school. She is the most extroverted child I have ever met. She is so extroverted. She loves school. So I'm sure there are going to be weeks where she wants to go five days. And I don't feel like it's, I don't feel like my feelings should stand in the way of her doing that. However, I also know 
that during the winter, if I'm like, hey, do you want to go skiing on a Friday instead of going to school? I think she's going to say yes to that. So I think I've got some days with her still. Or if I'm like, let's go, you know, do this other fun thing, that she would choose that over going to school. So I'm going to try and take advantage of the fact that she doesn't actually have to go and keep her home with me. But it's been an interesting thing to navigate. So I wanted to share that with you guys because it, it just is, it's mind-blowing to see how things change, how your feelings change with certain phases, how you end up being a different parent than you thought you would be in certain ways. And we're just always growing and learning and evolving. And I want to give you permission to do the same and to just go with how you feel, even if it's different than what you thought you would feel. Allow yourself to feel however you feel and embrace that and know that there's always ways to accommodate things. There's always a way to do what you want to do. I fully believe that. Um, sometimes we just have to get creative. So that is what I have for you today in our behind the scene real life chat. I'm sure I will be coming at you with more of these this summer as I spend more time with my kids and we do more stuff and things come up. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know if you guys enjoy these episodes. I would love to hear from you. Head on over to Instagram and shoot me a quick message. And I'm going to leave you with that. Go watch that movie, 14 Peaks. I'm going to order the book. And uh, I'll leave all the information for Dime in the show notes. Highly, 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 highly recommend you try it. Obviously, you don't have to buy all one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, ten products that I use. They have different bundles, so you can just try and dip your toe in a little if you want. I'm always like a balls to the walls. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So I always get like the biggest package. But, um, Whatever fits your budget, it is very, I feel like, very affordable. It is um, very, I was pleasantly surprised at the price of the Dime products when I went to order them for the first time. And again, if you use my link, you get 20% off. So, yes, there you have it. I hope you, ha you have a great rest of your day, and I'll talk to you at our next episode. Bye, guys. Okay, you wealthy woman, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave me a review. Leaving a review is so simple, but I didn't know how to do it at the beginning either, so I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is whatever app you're listening to this podcast on, find this show, The Wealthy Woman, scroll down, you'll see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I'd love you so much for taking the time to do this. In all honesty, the reviews are what help the podcast get into the hands of other women desiring to create true wealth and manifest their dream lives. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.